Hallelujah. We bless God. I am grateful for the things that he has done. Yes, I'm grateful for the victories 
He's one. I could go on and on about your works. Listen, I'm just grateful on this morning for all that he's done, for all that he's been, for all that he shall do. That gratefulness is simply flowing from my heart on this morning because he didn't have to do it, but he did. He didn't have to let me live, but he did. He didn't have to let me uh, gain employment, but he did. He didn't have to keep me in my right mind, but he did. He didn't have to give me the activities of my limbs, but he did. And I'm grateful. Ever so grateful. Yeah. And listen, I truly could go on and on and on and on about how grateful I am and about all the victories that he's allowed me to win. And likewise, should you be able to do the same thing? So it is just flowing from my heart. My heart is overjoyed on this morning. Yeah, grateful for this day, Didi, for this is the day that the Lord has made. And he did not have to allow me to even be in it, but he did. And I'm just grateful. Yeah, for picking me up out of the muck and the miry clay, for establishing my feet on a firm foundation, for not allowing that incident or that incident or that incident to steal my life. You talking about grateful, uh, baby? Yeah. He allowed you to win, Kara, because we're on the winning team. The fact that we signed up, we accepted the call to live for Christ. Put us on the winning team. Thankful for food and shelter because literally my computer says it is freezing outside at a very warm 38 degrees baby i'm thankful for a roof i'm thankful for a bed and i'm thankful for cover because it could have been me outdoors with no food and no clothes but god said not so 
So for the rest of my life, I will praise him for the rest of my life. I will honor him for the rest of my life. I will worship him. Why? Because I am grateful for everything God has done for me. Grateful that my children are yet here and alive and thriving. Grateful that my, my nieces and my nephews are alive and thriving. Grateful that my grandchildren are whole and have favor in the classroom and favor with their peers. I am grateful that my mother at the age of 85 and my father-in-law at the age of 87 are yet here and in their right mind. I am grateful. Whole marriage. Grateful. 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 Because he didn't have to do any of it. Who am I that he is even mindful of me? Who am I that he knows my name and he knows my voice? Who am I? That he would come to see about me when I call upon his name. I am a friend of God and I am thankful that he calls me his friend. Man, simply thankful that he calls me his friend. I tell y'all, you just don't know what it could have been like and what it should have been like, but by the grace of God, that's not the story. And yes, Dee Dee, yes. It's the little things, right? Um, man. So I praise and thank God for him on this morning. I praise and thank God for you all on this morning. Um, because it could have gone so many other ways. I'll just say that. Um, yeah, I'll just say that. So let me, um, let me, uh, switch gears here, but that song was resonating in my spirit and it was absolutely necessary for me to share it on this morning. Um, today is thankful Thursday. I pray that you guys have had an amazing I'm waiting while you wait Wednesday. And we understand now that waiting doesn't mean to be lazy, to sit back and do nothing. But waiting while you wait is literally, I'm going to work in the kingdom, right? I'm going to be busy, but not in busyness. I'm gonna be busy doing the will and the work of the Lord while I wait for him to fulfill the promises in my life, the promises of restoration, the promises of reconciliation, the promises of deliverance, the promises of healing, the promises of open door. You know, the fact that he said access granted, 
whatever the promise that God or promises that God has spoken to you, while you're waiting on those, work in the kingdom of God. Do the work that he's gifted you to do. So that while you're waiting for God to fulfill the promises, you're not concerned about when or how. Or none of that, right? You're just working because you know that if he said it, he's going to do it. And it will not come in your time because your time is not God's time. It will come in God's timing based on his will for your life. You cannot, listen, my mama used to sing a song. You can't hurry God, you gotta wait or something like that. I remember that, you just gotta wait. I have to figure out the words, but I'm telling you, there is a song because there's a song for everything. Uh, but you cannot hurry God. You just got to wait. Um, matter of fact, let me see. Can I find them words? Right on when old school. Let's see. I knew it. Listen, it's the Chicago Mass Choir. Don't play with me. It's you can't hurry God. You just have to wait trust and give him time no matter how long it takes he's a god you can't hurry you don't have to worry he may not come when you want him but he's right on time right on time so it's not in your time but it will be right on time so on today, this thankful Thursday where thankfulness is flowing from my heart, I wanted to talk to you about the power of a thankful heart. <clears throat> um, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. I'm going to grab the scripture and put it in the chat for you all. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually. Let me turn this down just a little bit. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The power of a thankful heart. It's not always easy to give thanks. And I understand that because we allow our situations and circumstances to block us from being thankful. Because they alter our vision situations and circumstances have the ability to temporarily alter our vision 
and all we see is it, the situation or the circumstance. And we fail to remember in those moments how grateful and how thankful we yet should be, even in that. So it's not always easy to give thanks, but this is the very thing we must do in order to see God's will accomplished in our lives. God tells us to give thanks in all things and for all things, regardless. Whew, yep, I just blew myself up. Um, all right, God, I hear you. Um, so giving thanks in all things is how we move into higher realms of faith for ourselves, for our city, and for our nation because we are not just called to pray for ourselves. We are called to pray for our city. We are called to pray for our neighbors, and we are called to pray for this nation. When we give thanks in the midst of difficulty, situations, and circumstances, we bring pleasure to God's heart. And breakthrough begins when we don't waddle in it. When we understand. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. How God aligns things, Lisa. But when we understand that God takes us through valleys so that our trust and our faith in him is magnified. God is looking for people who live in a realm of praise and thanksgiving where the enemy no longer has an ability to hold or manipulate you. Satan is defeated, period. And he's, and when, and when we have a thankful heart, um, because being thankful in during difficulty is a sacrifice but yet it pleases God. Being thankful in the midst of calamity, being thankful in the midst of uncertainty, being thankful in the midst of situations and circumstances is difficult. Yet when we are thankful, it's the sacrifice that is pleasing to God. So that despite my situation, I'm going to offer you a sacrifice of praise. Are you thankful for your present circumstance? Are you thankful for your salvation and that of your friends? Are you thankful for your friendships and your job? Are you thankful for your marriage, regardless as to what state of emergency it's in. Are you thankful for the way God made you? 
thankfulness must flow from your heart. Thankfulness is a key to your life. It is the key that turns your situation around or situations around because it changes you, your outlook and your attitude. When you have a posture of thanksgiving, situations and circumstances will happen and you'll see them for what they truly are. And yet, even in the midst of them, you'll rejoice. Because it's your rejoicing that alerts the enemy that regardless as to what it is you are trying to do, I yet am about to give God a praise. Why? Because he's worthy even in the midst of this. Why? Because I owe it to him even in the midst of this. Why? Because you will not win, Satan. I win. Why? Because God has declared that I am victorious even in this may not look like it may not feel like it but the bible tells us to speak those things that be not as though they were so guess what i've already overcome this situation i've already come out of that circumstance why because he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world and god overcame the world so just like he overcame it, I will overcome this. I'm thankful and yet I'm grateful that God would even consider me for the trial. Thanksgiving brings contentment. An attitude of Thanksgiving accepts and embraces God's will. Begin to thank God for all of the blessings he has given instead of dwelling on the negative. Discontent dries up the soul. Discontent drives up the soul. It dries it up. Discontent dries up the soul. To love God is to love his will. It is to wait quietly for life to be measured by one who knows us through and through. It is to be content with his timing and his wise appointment. It is to follow in the steps of the master, as did Paul, who was able to say that he had learned contentment no matter what the circumstances were. His circumstances when he wrote that was prison, no easy lesson, but great gain, which is the sum of godliness plus contentment. First Thessalonians, one, excuse me, First Timothy 6 and 6. But godliness with contentment is great gain, is what Paul was saying. Let me give you this scripture. Bear with me as I'm multitasking. 
over here on the screen. Yeah, Sharina. Discontent, Serena, dries up the soul. But 1 Timothy 6 and 6 says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. When you live a life that shows who you are as a Christian and be content in it with what you have, it is great gain. It is great gain. Look at the examples of Jesus. He followed the will of his father to the very end. He obeyed without complaint. In Philippians 2, 5 through 8, Paul says, Paul says that we should have the same attitude. Jesus made himself nothing and took on the very nature of a servant. He humbled himself and became obedient to death. We also are to have the same attitude with the humble and thankful acceptance of God's will for our lives. Jesus embraced hardship without a complaint. The Duke of Wellington was a British military leader who regretted that he had not learned the secret of praise during his lifetime. He had great accomplishments and even defeated Napoleon at Waterloo. He was a brilliant and demanding man. And when he was older, he realized that there was an area or there were areas in his life that needed to be changed. In his old age, a woman asked him this question, what would you do differently if you had your life to live over again? He thought carefully and said, I would give more praise. This is a lesson for all of us to learn to be people of praise and thanksgiving to God all the days of our lives would be a great accomplishment there is greatness and happiness in thanksgiving. There is greatness and happiness in thanksgiving. David writes in Psalms 116 and 17, I will sacrifice a thanks offering to you and call on the name of the Lord. Did you know that thanking God for a difficulty is actually an offering that he highly values? Can you thank him in the middle of it? Can you thank him for the mere fact that although you are in the midst of a situation, although you are in the midst of a circumstance, God, I yet praise you because while I praise you, you are working it for my good. While I lift my hands in adoration, you are turning things around. And I know that it won't always be like this. For the Lord will perfect the very thing that concerns me. So in the midst of it, 
I'll offer you a, a, a song of praise. I'll offer you a dance of worship. It's that when you when you're doing that, you bring a gift of thanksgiving unto God. It is so easy to complain. It is so easy to point the finger and find fault. But to come with the opposite attitude and give thanks brings breakthrough and joyful contentment. We should be thanking and praising God for everything in our life. Thank him for even the difficulties. It's a sacrifice to do this, but he can turn troubles into triumph. God has the ability to turn your trouble into triumph. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips that confess his names, Hebrews 13 and 15. Don't allow yourself to complain about anything. During the difficult times, be very careful to watch your tongue. Instead of complaining, think of ways you can verbally offer God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Turn your mourning into joy by what it is you are speaking. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Turn your mourning into joy with the power of your tongue. What are you thankful for, even in the midst of the hell, even in the midst of the waiting, even in the midst of the pink slip, even in the midst of I don't have money to pay this PG&E bill, let alone my car insurance. So one has to go. Even in the midst of that conversation that you are having in your head, what are you saying? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Neither will I let the rocks cry out in my name. So I will offer up a sacrifice of praise. Yes, it may be hard because the weight of everything is on me. But God, the more that I lift my hands, something has to fall off because I can't offer you a praise and a worship yet holding on to the things that are weighing me down. Something's got to fall off. Something's got to fall off. Philippians 2, 14 through 15 says, do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. Don't compare yourself with others. 
Your walk with Christ looks different than somebody else's walk with Christ. What you have obtained is because what God has allowed you to obtain. What someone else has received is because God has allowed them to receive it. Don't compare yourself with anyone else but you. Don't wish your life were different. God knows what is best for you. The Bible says that having a thankful heart is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When we begin to think, when we begin to thank God for what we have rather than comparing ourselves with others, it opens the door for God's blessings. Don't compare for the doors will be closed. Each one should test his own actions. Then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. Galatians 6 and 4. <coughs> Excuse me. Most of us need breakthrough in prayer. The enemy is fighting hard with fiery darts of discouragement and lies and I'm wrapping up. The way we begin to deal with the lies and the victor, in the vic, in the vicious ways he tries to destroy us. <coughs> Excuse me. The way we begin to deal with the lies and the vicious ways he tries to destroy our joy is through the power of a thankful heart. The more we cultivate a lifestyle of worship and praise in the magnificent splendor of God, we will be able to break through the strategies of the enemy. A worshipful and thankful life permeates the atmosphere with the presence of God. Because worship is the atmosphere where God's truth dwells. Worship is the atmosphere where God's truth dwells. Worship is the atmosphere where the truth of God dwells. God smiles when we praise and thank him continually. There are very few things that feel better than receiving heartfelt praise and appreciation from someone else. God loves it. Just like we do. And amazing, and amazing things happen when we offer praise and thanksgiving to our God. When we give God enjoyment, our hearts are filled with joy. So today, if you need your atmosphere changed, turn on and turn up the worship because it's in the midst of the worship. It's in the atmosphere of worship or God's truth dwells, set you an atmosphere of worship. 
and begin to open up your mouth and worship God. Regardless as to who's in the house, who's in your room. Because it's in those moments where it's just you and the Father. He'll have an opportunity to begin to download to you what it is he's saying. What it is he's doing. You'll gain instruction in those times. Yeah. Worship not only changes, girl, it shifts the entire room. So today, God, we give thanks to you for this is the will of Christ Jesus. We thank you for life. We thank you for health and we thank you for strength. We thank you for soundness of mind and the activities of our limbs. We thank you for the ability to raise our hands in worship. We thank you for the ability to audibly speak and declare who you've been to us. You've been greater to me than I've been to myself. God, you've kept me from danger, seen and unseen. You've opened doors, you've shut doors, God, that I questioned. But even in that, Lord God, you were shutting them for my good. So God, I praise you. God, I honor you. God, I magnify your name on this morning. For this is the day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. God, I will shout with a voice of triumph on today regardless to my situation and my circumstance. You are yet on the throne. You are yet making ways. You are yet opening doors. You are yet providing. You are a way maker, God. You are a promise keeper. You are a way through. You are a way over, God. You are the bridge over troubled water, Lord God. You are the wheel in the middle of the wheel, God. You are my bright and morning star. You are the lily of the valley, Lord God. You are the breaker, God. Thank you for breaking us through every area of our lives, oh God. Thank you for mental breakthrough, God. Thank you, Lord God, for breakthrough in our finances. Thank you, Lord God, for breakthrough in our marriages, God. Thank you, Lord God, for breakthrough on our jobs. God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are our comforter, that you are the sovereign king, that you are Lord of lords and king of kings, God, that you are the great I am. We thank you, Lord God, that you are El Elyon, God, that you are the most high God, that you are Jehovah Shalom, God, you are our peace. God, that you are Jehovah Rapha. God, that you are the God that healeth thee. God, that you are the balm in Gilead. We thank you, Jesus, for who you've been 
and for who you are yet getting ready to be for eyes have not seen and ears have not heard nor has it entered into the hearts of men god the things that you have laid up in store for us so god we praise your name even in the midst of it god we praise your name in the midst of uncertainty god we will praise your name in the midst of chaos god we'll praise your name in the midst of doubt god we will praise your name when our faith is running out we will praise your name god we thank you that you are our strong tower that you are our deliverer we thank you god that you are not slack on your promises concerning us. And we know that you are not a man that should lie. So if you said it, you will do it in your time. For your time is right. God, and we want your will to be done in and through our lives. So God, as we leave this place, but never from your presence, God, we ask that you would go with us. That you would lead us and guide us. That you would order our steps on today. And God will be careful to give your name, the praise, the glory, and the honor. Because gratefulness is flowing from our hearts on today. Gratefulness, God. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen.